Hi everyone, this is Scott Lutz. Welcome to another Sermon of the Week. Today we are going to be talking about how a Christian should respond to persecution. Um, So let's go ahead and delve in. Uh, Spiritual warfare is one of the most difficult battles we can fight. We fight an unseen enemy that has no physical being. Without God fighting the battle, we cannot win. When what makes things worse is that Satan uses uh, both... Non-believers and believers. One strength strategy that the enemy uses is, of course, persecution. Jesus warns his apostles at the Last Supper that persecution was coming. Let's read Luke twenty-two thirty-five through thirty-eight. Okay, just give me a second here. Just give me a second here. All right, so then Jesus asked them, When I sent you, without purse, bag, or sandals, did you lack anything? Nothing, they answered. He, he said to them, But now if you have a purse, take it and also a bag. And if you don't have a sword, sell your cloak and buy one. It is written, And he will, has, was numbered with the transgressors. And I tell you that this must be fulfilled in me. Yes, what is written about me is reaching its fulfillment. The disciples said, See, Lord, here are two swords. Okay. First of all, we need to understand that that the topic isn't about people going out and buying weapons. We do have a right to defend our home. We do have a right to defend our families. We do have a right to um, defend ourselves from criminals or people who are, um, are, are to defend our country. We have a right to do that. And when the gospel is concerned, we have to use peaceful means in order to spread the gospel. And part of that is... Uh, is to by forgiving our those who persecute us and not harming them. Um, this is confirmed. This lesson is confirmed um, in Matthew uh, twenty-two fifty-one through fifty-four. So let's go ahead and read that scripture. With that, one of the Jesus' companions reached for his sword, drew it. Out and struck the servant of the high priest, cutting off his ear. Put your sword back in its place, Jesus said to him. For all who draw the sword will die by the sword. Do not think I cannot call on my father, and he will at once put at my disposal more than twelve legions of angels. But how then would the scriptures be fulfilled that say I'm, it must happen to in this way? All right, so not only did Jesus uh, rebuke the apostles for using violence um, at that moment, he also healed the the guard whose uh, <clears throat> excuse me whose ear was cut off by one of the apostles. So uh, he he healed one of his enemy's ears, the one that was going to take him away to be crucified. And to be tried. Uh, that's something we need to think about. Paul gets it. Now, now Paul 
the Apostle Paul gets this. He understands what Jesus is trying to teach throughout his ministry. Paul gets it that when he tells us that we are fighting Satan, and our actions are not to fight as soldiers uh, in a physical world, but to fight on a battlefield that is spiritual. And that we are fighting Satan and his demons and not necessarily against humans. Let's go to Ephesians 6, 10 through, 6, 10 through 12. Okay, just give me a minute. Just give me a second. We're on our way to Ephesians. Okay. Here we are. Okay. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not with against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against powers and the dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Okay, so. Paul understands that um, our fight is not against flesh and blood it's with the devil and his and his uh and his demons now granted uh we do have people who follow satan in um, in this world and we also have um uh we also have uh people who who are christians who are actually planted to who were who are agents of satan um, the, all these are true, but, um, when we are talking about, uh, spreading the gospel, we are supposed to do it in a peaceful way. Uh, if we feel we need to defend our church and homes and families, we can purchase non-lethal weapons. I mean, that's actually really a good idea these days. Um, but as believers, we, we need to we are trying to spread the gospel. We need to be peaceful and share the message in a way that resembles Jesus Christ. And our and persecution helps the church grow, believe it or not. Most churches in nations where Christians are hunted down and persecuted in deadly ways uh, grow because of, of the bravery of believers who go and spread the gospel even though they know that they could go and go to prison and lose their lives. So as Christians, when persecution comes, we shouldn't stop and spread the gospel, stop spreading the gospel. We should continue to spread the gospel, even though um, it may risk our own, our freedom and our lives. Okay, so because spreading the gospel is more important than, than our jobs, than, than our than anything, than our freedom, than any, it's more important our, than our freedom in our lives. So God wants us to handle persecution with love, pray for those who persecute us, and to, um, and to continue to spread the gospel. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. Lord God, I just praise you. I thank you for everything. I 
ask that you give us strength in this dark world as we try and spread your gospel and tell people about you. And, and we just pray that you help us to do so, to fulfill the task, Lord God, in your name. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful day.